Hi everyone, it is Sophia and welcome to today's episode. So I am dead inside. All of the energy that I've ever had in my entire life has been sucked out of me by the day that I've had and it is only 3.30 and I am hosting a whole dinner party tonight. So honestly, this is just beginning. But I wanted to do today's episode. I was honestly going to hold it off for a couple of weeks and then do it closer to the day that the episode comes out because I've already planned to launch this episode at the end of October but I wanted to do it today because it is symbolic and I wanted to reward myself for making the progress that I have and being able to speak on it where I'm at now. I honestly do feel like I'm at a really good place and so why not talk about it? If you don't know what I'm talking about, today I'm celebrating my one month of going no contact with my ex-boyfriend. The breakup happened way before this no contact period so honestly coming up on I think five months now, which is crazy, almost half a year of being out of a relationship. But I feel like I didn't really leave the relationship until the no contact situation. And today I'm going to talk about it. Now, after I'd hit one week, I decided to celebrate the accomplishment with a cake pop from Starbucks. Both of my parents actually ended up getting me individual cake pops, but this one particularly my mom brought home for me after I'd asked for a cake pop to celebrate this moment of going one week without no contact because in the past I had really struggled to do such a thing so it was a big milestone honestly that I'd made it through a week and not contacted this person and so had the cake pop put a candle in it my sister sang this little song I don't even remember what the song was it was like a version of happy birthday but like no contact edition and I filmed it and I ended up making a little edit of it and posted it on TikTok and the TikTok blew up it has at this point I think 1.4 million views and over 250k likes and what I realized from this experience was I'm not the only one going through it and obviously I could have assumed that but the truth is it was so interesting hearing everyone else's story because so many people were coming forward and they were like it's been a week for me too or like it's been a couple of days it's been 24 hours then I had people who were like it's been a month it's been two months it's been three months like people who were a lot further in the journey than I was and who were kind of like giving me advice they were like I promise it gets better they were like the whole healing process isn't linear like you're gonna get there blah blah and it was just so interesting to get in all of these responses and, and comments and stuff like that and to this day I still get comments from people saying different things you know like telling me that they're proud of me like wishing me the best you know x y and z I've been I've been getting all sorts of comments and when I had posted that and I started getting this response I knew that I wanted to do an episode on the topic so that I can help people who are a lot earlier in the journey or who are thinking about going no contact but are scared to do so because maybe my story can help you guys out and also if you're just going through it in general like maybe you're at the point that I am at or even if you're like further along than I am you know we're in this together this is just something that we can kind of go through together right now so I thought I would talk about it I thought I'd talk about kind of the experience that I had things that helped you know we're gonna cover it all so let's get into it shall we oh my god I can't believe it is a month that is so crazy I have to also mention that for me I know for some people a month may not seem like a super long time but first off this has felt like such a long month and a lot has happened in this month I've moved to LA I'm about to start school went no contact blah blah like so much has happened in this month but on top of that for me when I was kind of going through the process and I was starting off I kept thinking like at a month I believe that I will be be 
in such a better place and I believe that that will be kind of my marker of I've made it through no contact like I know no contact can be an indefinite time it can also be broken at some point later on but for me I kind of knew that I needed to give myself at least a month no contact to feel as if I'm really okay and I'm really moving on and I won't lie I definitely feel like I've gotten to a very good place now like I said the healing journey is not linear do I think about him sometimes absolutely do I wonder what he's up to sometimes absolutely I like he hasn't been erased from my memory I definitely think about him a lot less I definitely don't have as much anger towards him as I did when I was starting off like he's always gonna hold a part in my life because I dated him for so long and I spent so much time with him and I did so many things with him but when you really like take it all in I just feel like I have really moved forward and looking back I feel like I've made a ton of progress over this this month so yeah let's talk about it so I guess I can first talk about why I decided to go no contact and yes it was my own personal decision this was not something that he decided or even really was a mutual thing ultimately I came down to the decision that this was something I had to do for myself and so I decided to do it but I guess you guys can assume that there was a period of time before we went no contact but after our breakup where we were actually very much in contact and part of the reason why we did that was because we had a podcast together and I think we both really want at the beginning at least we really wanted to try and keep the podcast going I personally had become extremely passionate about the podcast and I had really big dreams for it and I was willing to do anything to make it work like I would have put myself through hell and back to make this podcast work and so I went into it like post breakup and I was like we're gonna figure it out we're gonna find a way to do this we're gonna find a way to be best of friends and we're gonna make it work like we are literally going to I had heard so many times and so many people along the journey also said like oh it doesn't work like you know they were like you can't be friends with an ex or like people would say things and I would look at it and I'd be like no we are gonna prove everyone wrong but clearly we didn't and the truth is towards the end of the time that we were still in contact and when I was sort of deciding to go no contact I felt like I had just lost the person that I had dated and loved and it was extremely hard to be around this new version of him it was kind of a slow change into it but by the end I really did see like a very different person from the person that I dated and I think I just felt it just felt like we weren't really compatible anymore like to even be friends it felt like we were living very different lives and there just wasn't exactly a way for us to fit into to each other's lives and I knew that I kind of I feel like I was really straining myself to try and maintain this friendship and try to make things work and I'm sure he was too but obviously I'm speaking from my side and eventually I kind of came to my senses and was like this is simply not gonna work you know I can't really work properly with him I can't really work with this new version of him and the biggest thing that kind of had kept me there was the podcast and I'm gonna do an episode where I talk about like the whole experience of it but the point is with everything happening I think we also became more and more distant you know we were having our like own we were building our own lives at 
this point. He was really busy with stuff. I was starting to get into other stuff. And so eventually just kind of got to a point where it was like, I just don't think this can work. And I think that I need to step back and take time for myself and just like let myself heal from the relationship and kind of move forward. Basically, the best way I can describe it is I just didn't want to hold on to that baggage because I knew I was about to go into a new chapter of my life. And the idea of carrying along that baggage just felt like I would be holding myself back from really enjoying this new chapter. And for me, it was important that I put my best foot forward going into this new chapter because it was a really huge new chapter for me and I want to make the most out of it so that's where the ultimate decision came and then once I enacted no contact there were a couple of things that sort of helped me stay in no contact because as you guys can imagine or if you're going through it you know it is a struggle every day not to reach out to that person that person was my best friend for such a long time he was someone that I would always confide in he had been my comfort person for a long time as well and not having that and having to kind of readjust and just figure out how to do life on my own was incredibly difficult so I'd have my days where I would see something or I'd want to say something and I had to hold myself back. But the thing is, the one thing that I love about myself is that when I make a decision, I'm steadfast about it. And I take my time making the decision. But once I've made the decision, I've made the decision, you know? And in this case, similar to the breakup, like when I broke up with him, I knew that I had made up my mind and I wasn't going to change it. I think a lot of people thought maybe we're going to get back together soon. Like they thought maybe it was going to be one of those situations where it's like your exes for a little bit, then you get back together, then your exes again, something like that, whatever. I knew it would never be like that because when I made my decision I was like I'm not turning back after I make this decision it was the same way with no contact but no contact was definitely a lot harder than break up but still in contact you know because I still had him around and I still could have him as like a comfort person I could still confide in him and stuff like that he was still I guess my best friend up to that point so I honestly think that's the biggest thing like every time I would think about it I'd be like but you made this decision and why did you make this decision and then I would remember all of the reasons why I'd made the decision and I'd be able to list it out for myself and I would tell myself this. I think the other thing is I sort of felt that if I did go back I would just end up humiliating myself and I simply couldn't do it to myself because I felt like I had already humiliated myself in other ways you know in the past and so that was another thing that just like really helped and the last thing that I think ended up really helping is the fact that he just didn't contact me and that sort of proved all of my thoughts right. I definitely had a lot of thoughts surrounding what I believed or how I believed he saw our relationship to that point or the way that he saw me and by not contacting me that just like answered all the questions I ever had and so you know again kind of with the humility thing it's like I was the one who enacted no contact like I should be able to stay steadfast with it but going no contact did not mean that I had lost any like love so yeah those are honestly the biggest things that helped me and I think if you're considering going no contact you have to kind of consider why you want to go no contact and maybe write down list I didn't ever write it down I always just had a mental note of it it was so like profound in my mind that I never forgot why I walked away especially in the first few weeks I'll talk about the experience going through like each week going forward but yeah like consider why you would leave consider what you think you could get out of it I think another 
thing that really helped me is that I had this belief, this true belief that if I throw away this baggage now and let myself heal for a little bit and then walk into this new chapter of my life, I will get so much better in my life. Like really great things are going to come out of it eventually. I knew that I was going to be in pain. I knew it was going to hurt. I knew it was going to be, I was going to suffer through it for a while, but I knew eventually like it would all come back to me and I would finally kind of have a reason as to why I decided or I would know that my decision was a good one essentially obviously like there's no telltale sign but I just knew that there were going to be certain things that would happen in my life where I would feel these are things that happened because of the decision I had made prior and obviously now that I'm a month out I definitely feel like it's slowly coming together I think that the magic will continue to work itself going forward I think it's still very early on I also think that the new chapter that I keep talking about I just started it it's been literally a week for me so there's still time and I do genuinely think like going forward there will be more and more good that reveals itself to me and I'm excited about that but that also really helped me like kind of put the whole thing into perspective and to sort of commit to the bit and say I made this decision because I knew that I could get better going forward but first I need to work through it and then good things will come so that's kind of where I've been with that so I think that's a really great mindset to have you know you see those girls like on social media or you hear about those friends who end up having this like major glow up after a breakup and it's like the glow up doesn't just happen instantaneously it happens after going through that healing process you know having your moments being sad kind of having to suffer through it being heartbroken like the whole thing and then eventually over time you start to heal more and more and you move down the process and eventually you start to get to a point where it's like instead of you know just dwelling on it constantly you're able to start putting in your energy and time into other things that are going to help you become a better person that are going to help you glow up whether that is physically or career wise or like whatever it is you know you you see these people all the time who are like I went through a really tough breakup but I came out of it and now look at my life and look how amazing it is and if I hadn't gone through that if I hadn't gone through no contact I wouldn't be here today because I would probably have ended up just holding myself back by staying so I don't know that really helped me I think it could help a lot of people too all right now it is time to get really real and review the weeks and review how my life has looked like over the past couple of weeks so let's do it shall we so week one okay from the very beginning to the end of the first week it was a rough time it was a legitimately rough time it was a battleground every single day I was fighting, fighting for my life and fighting against those thoughts that told me you should you should reach out. You know, I miss him. Like, let me reach out. I was going through it. I was absolutely going through it. And I think it is very normal for the first week to be incredibly hard. What I will tell you, if you are in your first week, it does genuinely get better. It really does. I think after the first week, things started to kind of lighten up. Okay, it's not like things got better automatically, but it started to slowly, things started to kind of slowly fall into place and I started to feel a little bit better going forward. But I had to go through that first week to get there. I spent a lot more time than I usually do laying in bed. I think that I'd wake up like pretty late. I also had a really hard time sleeping. I remember that. Like I really struggled staying asleep at night, going to sleep. In terms of sleep, it wasn't really happening. And I was also just really tired throughout the day. I think kind of in like a depression way. I remember like 
most days, kind of midday, I would feel the need to climb into bed. And many times I would. And I was just kind of laying there for a little bit. And then eventually I'd climb back out. But it was like, I don't usually like climb. I mean, no, but like I just, I usually wouldn't climb into bed like midday. Like I would wake up in the morning, get out of bed, and then I wouldn't get back into bed later in the evening or night. So that was definitely interesting. Mornings and nights were especially hard because that's when all the thoughts and questions I had would come streaming in. And I spent a lot of time wondering what had happened to the person I dated and loved and the things that were said but never happened. I just remember like after the hour of like nine and before the hour of like 12, there were just a lot of thoughts. There was a lot of just like random thoughts starting through my head, random questions, questions that I wanted answered. There's just a lot. It was a lot, okay? Like a lot was happening in my mind. She was playing mind games and I just had to kind of sit through these thoughts and deal with it. And luckily, like it was never too extreme, but yeah, I definitely spent a lot of time thinking and it was hard to think things because I would want answers and when I wanted answers and there was that temptation to reach out and be like why didn't you do this or why did this happen or why did this go wrong you know so yeah and then like I said I celebrated a week with a cake pop which turned into that I don't know if viral is the right way but that TikTok that ended up blowing up the other thing is coming back to sleep I realized I started having a lot of dreams about him I think every night I had dreams about him and this continued well into the second and I think even third week okay luckily I haven't had a dream about him in probably over a week and a half now which is gorgeous love that we love the progress but yeah there was a long while where for some reason I would have a dream about him every single night now luckily one of the very last dreams I ended up having having of him he was yelling at me which like he never yelled at me but for some reason in this dream he was yelling at me and that really helped that really helped also fun story I think during week one there was this one morning where I was still sleeping and I was having this dream of him and someone had forgotten to turn off the like house alarm and my mom opened the door and the alarm went off and I kid you not I was so convinced in that moment because like I was half asleep that the alarm was going off because I was having that dream about him yeah so that was a fun one really enjoyed that okay after week one though the things were starting to look up okay like legitimately I, I went into week two and I was like I feel honestly so much better I feel like I've been lifted out a little bit and honestly I think the biggest thing is I just needed to get over that first week that was like the hardest time for me I would still have tougher days obviously like I said the whole thing isn't linear I would have days where I spent a lot of time thinking I would have days where I want to reach out but for the most part I was kind of having like a nice balance between those days and then just like better days I did spend a lot of time reflecting and thinking about everything it was less in like anger or resentment or sadness it was more just kind of like thinking about things that had happened during the relationship during that period we had where we were still in contact and just kind of like reviewing it which was really necessary because I think you know like I don't really think about it a lot now so I think it's good that I had that period of time to reflect and think about it and now it's kind of just more like a distant memory that I don't really pick out very often I was definitely more accepting of the situation but still fighting the urge to reach out on occasion I think the biggest thing is eventually it's hard but you have to sort of accept Accept that this is the situation, accept that this is how it's going. And I think once you can accept that this is 
is what's happened. Maybe you've chosen to go no contact. Maybe they have chosen to go no contact. And you just kind of have to live with it and figure out how to start building kind of your own life away from that or building a new life or whatever it is or just figuring out how to go from where you were before. But I think acceptance is so huge. Like I said, I continued having dreams about him. Week three was definitely like progressing, continued progressing, which was great. I think at the beginning of week three, there was still a lot of thought or not a lot of thought, but I was still kind of feeling a lot more like I was during week two. But by the end of week three is when I started planning my move and I even moved during that time actually come to think of it. And so now I had this new thing to focus on and this new exciting thing that was happening in my life. And that kind of helped distract me from all the thoughts And eventually it just turned into this distraction just kind of kept me from the thoughts completely. So I feel like since I've gotten to LA, sure, I've had my moments. Sometimes I think about the fact like, you know, we fell in love in LA, for example. Like sometimes I think about the fact that there are bits and pieces of where I'm living now that he's experienced with me. But again, don't really think of it that much. And I think really since I've moved to LA, like he's been primarily off my mind and the whole no contact situation has been primarily off my mind and stuff like that like for example I'm having this dinner party today and it's actually I'm calling it my single again soiree but it's really in celebration of my one month and I decided that I wanted to do this like within the first week of going no contact or maybe it was first or second week I basically was like oh my god what if I did a little celebration I invited my friends I'm gonna be back in LA like this is gonna be so much fun and so I even created the invitation back then and all that and I was so excited about it and I I was like, this is really going to keep me going because it's something to look forward to at the end of, you know, the first month. And I told some of my friends and they were like, we're going to hold you accountable, blah, blah. And by the time that I sent out the invitation, which was like about a week ago, a couple days ago, honestly, for some people, because I was I was doing some late invitations. But by the time that I was sending out the invitation, I didn't have like, obviously, I'm excited to have everyone, but it didn't weigh on me as much. Like the excitement was sort of less about, oh, I'm celebrating my one month of no contact. Obviously, I want to celebrate it because it's a huge thing and I'm going to do certain things to celebrate it. Like I'm getting a cake, for example. But it was less of like a, I'm doing this dinner party, this single again soiree to celebrate that and more like this is going to be a nice way of having people over, showing them my apartment, you know, seeing friends again, like getting together in a group and just like being able to enjoy a night with friends. And so, yeah, it's definitely become a little less about or a lot less about, you know, the whole no contact thing. And I think in that sense, like it just doesn't weigh on me as much. Obviously, I've been thinking about it because first month, it's still fairly recent and it's still something that I think about and kind of talk about with other people as well. Like sometimes I meet new people and I'm kind of like, yeah, I recently, you know, went no contact with someone that I was in a relationship with and then I will talk about it. So, yeah. Now, during week three, at the very, very beginning of week three, this huge opportunity for our joint podcast came around and it was so hard getting that because I so badly wanted this opportunity to work out and it just put me in a really uncomfortable position because I kind of was like do I tell them that like we can't do it and see whether maybe we can do it for my podcast you know would they want to do it for my podcast or do I reach out to him and see if he'd be interested 
in doing it. And obviously I really didn't want to reach out at this point. Like it was kind of a last case scenario. And I was like, I called up one of my friends. I was like, what do I do? I think I told my parents, but eventually I was like, let me see if I can just transfer this over. And I ended up talking to the people and still up in the air, but they were like interested in transferring over the opportunity. So at least I got to kind of save it, but I definitely thought that I may throw this huge opportunity away because of no contact. And that made me really sad. I really didn't want to do that. So yeah, that's kind of how the weeks have gone. And like I said, once I got to LA, really things, I have bigger and better things to focus on now. And that has kind of kept me from really feeling a lot for the situation and I just feel like going forward it'll just dissipate more and more I feel like I needed this month to let the feelings and emotions surrounding the relationship and the whole no contact thing to kind of slowly dissipate and now I feel like I'm at a point where I'm like I don't know 90% or 80% like I'm a pretty high percentage and obviously there's always you know I haven't gotten to 100 yet and I'm going to continue working towards that but I just feel like like it's now naturally going to happen like I'm not going to have to force it I don't don't have to feel about like I don't have to worry about like having those irrational thoughts where I'm like I should reach out you know because at this point I've already I've really ingrained it in my head where I'm like it's not happening like maybe I'll reach out to him one day in the far future you know many months or even years from now but it's not happening anytime soon and I don't have any interest in doing so and I don't think I'm hearing from him either so you know I'm just gonna continue living my life and continue developing my own life and just enjoying the time that I have with myself and friendships and all that good stuff so love that with that being said there are some really great things that came out of the whole no contact thing which I definitely was not expecting the biggest thing about it was realizing how much of a support system I truly have when I decide to go no contact I kind of felt like I may end up being very alone in the journey. It was something that I would have to do for myself and just kind of push myself through it on my own. Like it was like something I was doing on my own, but I was dead wrong. I had multiple friends who were incredibly supportive. I had one friend in particular, like she is a literal angel. She will listen to me talk. She will support me. You know, like she sent me like a text after one week and she was like, happy one week. And I was like, you see, like I didn't think I was going to have this, but I do. And if you listen back to my heartbreak episode, there's this statement that I make where I'm like, I've kind of done it by myself. And that's like such a lie. I've not done it by myself. I've been so lucky to have a support system. Not only have I had friends who have been extremely supportive, who have kind of pushed me through it, who have not necessarily held me accountable because I was able to hold myself accountable, but they've sort of like been there kind of cheering me on and getting excited about like, for example, what I'm doing today, celebrating like the whole one month thing. And so there's that, but also family, which was something that was really surprising to me because I genuinely didn't think that my parents or sister would really understand. I think they were always very confused as to when I was still in contact with him, whether it was like, did the relationship really end? Are you guys getting back together? Like, what is it? You know, because we were still like in contact and we'd still talk to each other and all that. But after I think I explained that what I had done was for real and it wasn't like one of those things where, oh, I make this decision now and then I'll go back and like reverse it in a couple of days or weeks or whatever I think they sort of got on board on okay like we're gonna support her you know it's actually like my dad 
for example, one of the first days I was like, yeah, you know, this happened and I was kind of talking about it a little bit and I was like, I'm just not going back. You know, I've decided that there's no point of me going back and reversing my decision. And he was like, you know, I honestly, I wouldn't have been able to do something like that. And I don't know what he was exactly trying to say by that, but I was just like, I felt so proud of myself for being able to do something that he said he wouldn't be able to do just because in my eyes, my dad is so strong and like resilient and all that. And so I don't know, it just like, it made me feel proud. And then for example, like when the one week thing came along, I kind of explained to them, like, I would really like a cake pop to celebrate. And, you know, they were both looking at me at first and they were like, okay, cake pop, like what is a cake pop? I literally had to show my dad on the Starbucks website. I was like, this is what it is. Get the chocolate one. That's the one I want. And I was explaining to them like, yeah, I know, like this is for real. I'm, I'm about to make it to a week of no contact and it's a continuous journey from here on out and once they realized it they were like okay cake pop and then both of my parents ended up getting me a cake pop like they literally took time out of their day their work day to go get me a cake pop like isn't that so sweet my dad literally the day that I was celebrating one week his like car battery broke and he went to work really late but he still was like I'm gonna find a way to get this cake pop even though I'm going to work at like five o'clock and Starbucks closes at like six and so yeah it was really nice my dad when I he handed it to me he was like here's your cake pop for demonstrating some I don't know willpower or something I can't remember what it was like it was just something funny and I was like thank you so sweet so yeah definitely that I don't talk to my parents about that kind of stuff too much anymore like if I have something really weighing on me I don't usually go to them but I definitely shared some bits and pieces and they were understanding my sister too like if you watch that viral TikTok video I don't know why I just called it viral I hate the word viral because it's not viral whatever the one that blew up it's on my like spam account which was never supposed to be shown to people who I actually know but obviously now you can probably find it you'll see my sister in the background and so many people commented on it they all thought she was my friend they were like oh my god you have such a supportive friend like you're so lucky you're like I wish I had a friend like that and I was like that's my literal sister we came from the same womb like hello she's forced to do this but no like she was really you know like the song wasn't expecting that because my sister honestly is like my biggest critic like she would never come around to that kind of stuff but now she she really did show up in the moment it took her a moment but yeah she did show up and again like I would she'd let me talk about it when I was having my feels the other day she was like stop stalking him because I, I wanted to know what he was up to yeah true confession I do still I do still check up on him every so often I just am that's me it's not like I'm even like looking for anything particular I'm just like let's see if he's doing something with his life like let's see if he's doing anything fun and so I look and I ended up finding things I absolutely didn't want to find not in a bad way but just because I was cringing so hard and I was like cool good to know that he's still up to the same regular things he was up to after we had stopped dating but yeah I like sent it to her and she was like stop stalking him at first she was like going for it but then she was like stop stalking him and I was like okay yeah but no I definitely feel like I've made a lot of progress for example like the stalking thing I think that's really big for a lot of people people kind of hold on to it for a very long time I don't I don't follow him on Instagram anymore I kind of removed him after like the first week or so oh I totally forgot to tell you guys something I know this is really harsh but I knew that it was the only way for me to make this work and so I had to do it obviously you know would I have wanted to do it that way no not necessarily but it was the only way I could have gotten this no contact situation started so I ended up blocking him like on iMessages and then deleting his number so I don't have his number like if I wanted to call him up I couldn't because I don't have his number I don't have it anywhere I think maybe it's somewhere like in the depths of I have no clue where but I can't 
I can't find it. So did that, removed our text thread off of my phone, and then I removed it off of my computer. And a couple of days into it, I was like, oh, I totally forgot, like, my iPad also has the text messages come in. And I was under the impression that when you block people off of your phone, it gets blocked on every device that you have. So I was like, oh, just the old messages, just have to delete it. Come to find out, this was like maybe two days after going no contact. Come to find out, it didn't block him on my iPad. And messages had continued to come through. Now, were the messages of any real substance? No. No, like, there was no begging, no pleading. It was just very simple, random messages. And... I believe, maybe he can like start a podcast and confirm this. I believe he thought that he was not blocked because I think it was going through my iPad and it probably showed that it had delivered. So yeah, at that point I had to delete him off of my iPad for my own sanity and block him and stuff like that. So that's all gone. But yeah, after that kind of slow progress of removing him on social media and all that, other things that helped is I had luckily removed, I'd stopped following his family members after our breakup actually and that was a good thing because I caught myself one day like at the beginning I caught myself trying to like see whether they were public so I could see if they had been posting anything about him you know when I caught myself doing that I was like I'm so glad that I had removed them at the very beginning of our breakup because now I don't have access to that and he doesn't post on Instagram I also don't have him on Instagram and so I can't even really see what he's doing with his life and that's good that's good because I think my mental sanity would go out the window if I just kept like stalking him kept checking up on him kept seeing things pop up of him that's the biggest thing I think like you know if you're following someone like you'll see their stories you'll see their posts come up and like that would have just kind of driven me into the wall so that was good love that ultimately it was a very simple process for us and I know that a lot of people have to go through a much more complicated process and that was because we were a long distance couple we did not have mutual friends we did not live in the same city or state like the chances of me running into him are so incredibly low that I don't have to worry about it because we don't live in the same state like I don't think he's coming anywhere near me and I don't plan to go anywhere near him so is it gonna happen likely not I think if we were to ever run into each other it would be like in a completely different state like many 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 years down the line I just don't think it's happening because we live in such different worlds and I don't really see those worlds colliding so that's nice because I remember seeing like a TikTok you know like a couple weeks in and it was like just saw my ex like at a coffee shop and I was like you see that's something I never have to worry about because I'm not gonna see him you know like <laughs> I'm just not gonna see him and I get to live in peace with that so I do obviously being a long distance couple was insanely hard hated it hated every moment but being long distance exes is really for the best and it makes things just a little less hard and then also like no mutual friends I mean I have friends of mine who follow him on Instagram but it's like that's for them to do none of my friends are like I saw him post this on his Instagram what do you think about it and I'm like oh you know like my friends know not to tell me so that's always helpful too so yeah I mean that I think ended up really helping make the whole transition smooth no drama no like splitting of friends or whatever it is you know like I didn't get close to any of his friends he didn't get close to any of mine so it's like we get to keep our separate lives and not have to worry about like trying to split things the only thing was a podcast and you guys could have guessed by now we decided to end that but yeah that's honestly where I've been at and I'm looking forward to the next month slash months going forward like I said I feel like going forward it's not going to be as big of a thing anymore I'll 
think about it less and less as days go by and I get to focus on new things and I'm so excited for this new journey and I'm there's actually an episode that comes out before this one where I talk about it so you can go listen to that but yeah no for the people who are thinking of going no contact or just starting it like I said it gets better I think my story really does tell that obviously I don't have any big success stories yet because it's been so recent I can't be like I found the love of my life or I am now really famous or like whatever it is like I don't have any of that but the point is I have done a lot in this time being for example launch this podcast this is honestly something I never thought I would be able to do without him and the fact that I was able to do it obviously he helped me out in some ways before we did go no contact but ultimately this is something that I've done on my own and something that I didn't think I would be able to do on my own and it's a labor of love and I'm so happy that it's my thing and I don't have to share it with anyone and yeah I'm incredibly proud of it and it's something that I get to grow and work on and keep developing and she's my pride and joy so I love that but yeah I know there's just a lot that I've been able to focus on I think another exciting thing is being able to focus on friendships and creating new friendships developing old ones just like really emphasizing that and like I said I had a lot of friends come forward when I went no contact that really ended up helping me through the process and so I want to keep cultivating those friendships as well as make new ones and I just I'm in a really great place right now where I can do that I can experience new things experience new people experience new places I have so much going on for me and I'm just really excited and so while I don't have any big success story right now I will say I have it good I have it really good and so a lot of this is I think because of no contact and I think it's also really helped my mindset in putting myself out there and and getting out for example oh my god story time for example a couple days ago you know I live by myself A lot of my friends weren't in town yet, so I was kind of on my own. I was having a Saturday where I didn't have any plans, and at some point, I was just kind of hitting a wall. You know, I was like, it's been a day. It's only like 3.30, but I wake up really early. Like, for example, today I woke up at 6.30, naturally. So anyways, it had been a day, and I was like, I'm hitting a wall. I need to go out. I need to see the sun. Like, I just need some time, and so I was telling myself, like, go out, you know, like, you never know who you're going to meet when you're out. You never know whether you're going to make a new friend, whether someone is going to approach you, whether you'll see something exciting. And so that motivated me to get out. And I told myself, I'll go to Starbucks, get a cake pop. We love a good cake pop. Starbucks needs to like sponsor me for that video, by the way, because everyone was like, we're getting cake pops. So yeah, went to get a cake pop. I then went to campus and I was sitting out. And of course I was by myself. I was just enjoying the sun, enjoying my cake pop. And this guy at some point comes up to me and he goes hi like you're really pretty or something like that I can't remember exactly what he said he's like what's your name and I'm like Sophia and he's like I'm gonna sit by you for a little bit and so we started this conversation and we started talking back and forth and I gave him my number at some point and it's just like that wouldn't have happened if I just stayed at home you know and it's like I got to meet someone new which was really cool I got to have a fun conversation and now it's someone that I'm still in contact with and like even if it doesn't go anywhere it's just like that was a great moment and it really helped in aiding my realization that the more I get out the more likely I am to put myself out there and to allow new opportunities and experiences to come to me and so yeah I mean that was fun love that and I think just a lot of this mindset has come from having to figure out how to do life on my own again and obviously I was kind of experiencing that I've been kind of forced to you know get out and and do stuff and and put myself out there so that I I can kind of keep building this really great life for myself. And so, yeah, thank you, No Contact, for that. 
So anyways, that's kind of what I've been up to and that's been the no contact journey. And now I'm excited to get my apartment ready for everyone to get here and to celebrate. And I'm excited for my cake to come so I can write. I don't know exactly what I'm going to write, but it's either going to be like one month or no contact, something like that. I can't wait to celebrate with a much bigger group now than I did with my, my one week. But yeah, it's just so crazy. Like that literally feels like forever ago. And the amount of progress that I've made has been insane. And like they said, it does get better it absolutely does it's not linear but it really 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 does get better and so that's my message to you guys and just like trust I know if you're like sitting in that first or second week you're like there's no way it gets better like I'm going through it but I promise you I so promise you it will okay just keep at it keep going stay strong remind yourself as to why you're doing this and trust that one day you will be in a position like me where things just make so much more sense and life feels so much better and you don't worry about it anymore. Anyways, I think this episode is going to end up being really long because I feel like I've been talking forever. But thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to follow this podcast on whatever streaming platform you're listening to it on. Please rate it. I would love a cute little five-star rating from you guys. And yeah, I will see you in my episode next week. Also, you can always find me on my social platform. Oh, and I forgot. Oh my God, this is so big. I ended up filming my myself like week by week kind of doing like a little like check-in and I'm gonna put it together in a video and I think I'm gonna post it tomorrow so as in the day after this episode comes out so you can go check it out on my YouTube channel you should also follow my YouTube channel if you don't it's at Sophia Jan 5 so first and last name and then just the number five and yeah you can go see it because that really like follows me through the moments like you see me like half crying (laughs) Um, oh my god, I totally forgot. Yeah, I had a little bit of a a mental breakdown at some point. But you have my half crying moments, my happy moments. Like you're getting it all and it's very real. And so yeah, you can kind of live through the weeks with me on there. And yeah. Anyways, thank you so much for watching and I will see you in my episode next week. Bye.